Whether it's your first step on the property ladder or your first place with stairs, from new builds to rebuilds, a new home is one of life's biggest moments. And we all know life doesn't always go to plan. That's why at Bank of Ireland, our personalised mortgages can change if your life changes. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. At Centra, we have everything you need with lots of great offers in our Centra range. Like Centra Stillwater 9-pack 500ml, now only €2.60. Centra Homestyle Oven Chips 1.5kg, now only €1.40. And Centra Dishwasher Tablets 5-in-1 Lemon 30-pack, now only €1.55. Centra. Live every day. I realized the other day that I might be getting a little lazy and it's ridiculous because I went to spell a word out on my phone and my phone didn't finish the word for me and I got frustrated. The nerve of you. How smart are you really? Is this where we are in life? Have y'all ever gotten frustrated because you went to spell a word you wasn't exactly sure how to spell it so you expect it? Your phone to come through for you and finish it off? You threw the alley and there was no oop? Fam, I know you don't expect me to type out all these words. I This is how I felt. And I had to catch myself because it's disgusting. I'm not from that era. I'm from the era of actually having to write your essays in class with number two pencil. When every time somebody got up to sharpen their pencil, it broke your concentration. Y'all remember that? That great sharpener hanging off the wall. Somebody constantly got to sharpen their damn pencil. Here they go. How the hell are you supposed to concentrate through that? That's the era I'm from. Or this one. I I sharpened my joint to where you couldn't even see the number two. It was just a point and an eraser. That's it. That's all you saw. Pencil looked like when Damon Wayans used to be the head detective. (laughs) Some of y'all remember Living Color. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. That's the era I'm from. The nerve of me to think that my phone has to finish all of my words. I was upset. How dare you leave me out here alone like this, fam? I paid a lot of money for you. I don't ever want to feel stupid if I have a smartphone. The second I even think, I don't know if I know how to spell this word, you should already have it finished. What are we doing? I can't be the only person who has these kind of expectations for their phone. It's a level of expectancy when I pick you up. I can't spell anymore, okay? I said it. I can't. I probably could have won a spelling bee at some point in school. I could have won a spelling bee. Now? No. I can't spell. There's times I look at words and I don't know if I spelled it right. And I'll stare at it long enough to where I'll convince myself that it's not spelled right, though I know it's spelled that way. This is what I'm going through. And the price of phones just keep going up. So if I'm paying thousands of dollars for a smartphone, I should never feel like a stupid person. That's all I'm saying. Welcome to In The Moment. God give me style, God give me grace. God give me grace. 
is a moment in everything and everything is a moment i talk about the comedy in it all if this is your first time welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard i'm your new favorite comedian mo mitch or your money back shout out to all my regular listeners episode 50 I just reach the style. Yeah. I mix it down. It ain't episode 50. You can't break it down the way I break it down. Some of y'all ain't think I was gonna make it to 50. Black and ugly. You can't convince me the Lord don't love me. It's a reason to celebrate half a century. Round of applause if you've been with me riding all 50 episodes. Give yourself a round of applause. Unless you driving. I know some of y'all listen to me in the car. Probably not the best time to give a standing ovation. Depends on your talent level, but I don't want to be the guy to encourage you to do that. 50 episodes. You got to celebrate. It's a celebration. So what I'm going to do towards the end of the episode, I am going to come up with my top five moments. Well, they won't be a top five of the first 50 episodes because, again, I'm lazy. And I don't, I'm not going to go back and listen to all 49 episodes to remember every one of my favorite moments. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I don't remember so many moments because there's been so many of them. But I will give you the five that I remember off the top of my head the quickest. That's the five. It won't be like a best of five or a my top five moments. It'll be the first five moments I remember. That's what y'all getting. For the 50th celebration. We're going to go down memory lane. A lot of y'all were with me from episode one. A lot of y'all left right after. You had every reason to. Okay, I listened to the first podcast I ever did the other day. It was horrible. I don't know. I don't know why anyone stayed. Thank you. If you're listening, you was here for one. Thank you. But we're here. Definitely, when we get to episode 100, I'm going to give y'all 10 more moments. And those... No, I was going. I was going. I was going to have one of those. You know, it's one of those moments you lie, and you only saying it because the moment not here right now. But you know, you ain't going to do it then either. That was going to be one of those times. I was going to be like, I'm gonna definitely give y'all the top ten. My favorite. I'm not like if I'm not going to go through forty nine, I'm not definitely not going to go through ninety nine. Like that don't even. I'm not even going to tell y'all that lie. I don't get on here and lie to y'all. That's not what I do. But I do get on here and tell y'all why I'm mad every week. And this week is no different. But you're just so damn sexy. Apple, we got to talk. Enough is enough. I sent the tweet out this week begging Apple. I'm begging you, for the love of God, come up with a feature that allows me to leave a group text message. Please. This is ridiculous. I don't understand how no one at Apple, all these geniuses, no one thought to themselves, people should have a choice on if they want to be in a group message or not. How's this happen? So I asked Apple, and they didn't respond. But you know who does respond? The 46 people in the group chats that I didn't ask to be invited to. I don't even know how I got there. I don't know when. I don't know why someone thought of me. I don't know why they chose me. I don't contribute. Kick me out. And then there's people who are like, Mo, you can leave the conversation. No, you can't. You cannot leave the conversation. You can only leave the conversation if everyone in your group has an iPhone. That's it. If one person is sending green texts, just one. It only takes one. You're not going anywhere, buddy. You don't even have an option. 
There is no leave the conversation option. Trust me, I would know. And then other people are like, hey, all you have to do is mute it. Fam, I don't want to mute it because that doesn't stop the thread from rising to the top of your text conversations when someone else said something. I got to sometimes scroll through seven group texts that I'm not interested in to get to the one text message I want to answer. And why are people even telling me just mute it? No, I should be able to leave. <laughs> it should be a choice. When you go out or you go to a party, don't you want to have a choice on if you want to be there or not? Be like, yo, come out with me tonight. I don't want to go. Yo, you don't even have to talk. What does that have to do with I don't want to go? <laughs> I just don't want to go. I don't want to go and have stipulations. Come out. You ain't got to talk. You ain't got to dress nice. You ain't got to do nothing. You got to. You could just sit there. I'm just sitting there, not dressed nice, not talking right now in my home. I don't want to go. It's the same thing with group chats. I don't want to mute it. I just don't want to be there. And, and if you're wondering why it's so bad, right? Three of my group texts is from my family, which is fine. But in one of them, it's 19 people. In the other one, I think it's 20. And in the other one, I think it's 21. So instead of someone just adding a person to the same group chat, they just keep adding another group chat. <laughs> and then somebody will say something in this one and then respond in the other one. And before you know it, all three of them are right back at the top of my text conversation. And I don't want to be there for either one of them. I'm in like 15 of these group texts, man. One of them, I don't even know anybody. I don't know one person. Another one is in a different language. They're not even speaking English. I can't get out. I don't know what they talking about. Apple, let me out. It's like being in prison. They won't let me out. I don't want to be here. I didn't ask to be here. Why do I have to mute 15 group chats in order to be happy in life? I should be able to leave. My phone, my choice. I feel like they holding me hostage, man. I, it can't be the only person going through this. And people are like, yo, I want to leave too, but I can't bring myself to tell my family. I don't care. I called my mother and said, mom, let me out. I was talking to my mom like I was an artist and she was Diddy. Well, Reese, why don't you want to be there? Because there's 12 of them. <laughs> I wake up, middle of the day, going to sleep, shut up. Do I mute it all of them? And every time I go in there to send a text to somebody, I got to scroll. I got to scroll. It's hard enough nowadays trying to find somebody you trying to text, having to scroll. Let me out these group texts and stop putting me in them. Stop. Because then I got to feel like I'm the jerk. The group chat that I don't even know what language they speak. I went in there and asked them to let me out. They start talking about me. I don't know what they were saying. I start trying to do the Google translation. It was too much work. I told the people that I didn't know. I said, yo, let me out. They was like, why? I was like, cause I don't know any of y'all. And they were like, well, get to know us, dude. No, no, man. Let me out. I ain't do shit. It can't just be me. It can't. Apple, I'm begging you. Stop this madness. There's too many bright people over there, okay? We live in a world nowadays where people should have a choice of everything they want to do and they want to be a part of. And if I don't want to be a part of a group chat, then damn it, I shouldn't have to be. <laughs> Fighting for my rights. Speaking of text, <laughs> y'all know what I thought about the other day? I'm mad at the person you can become 
when you're waiting for someone specific to text you. You ever thought about that? Some of us become monsters in those moments. You ever found yourself beefing with somebody, maybe on the verge of a breakup, or maybe you just met somebody and you like them, but for whatever reason, you keep waiting for them to text you. Or maybe you said something stupid and you don't know how stupid they're going to receive it until they text you back, so now you're anticipating, <laughs> right? Like, it could be any reason, but you're waiting for that one particular text. Some of us become assholes in that moment because anybody else can text you and it'll piss you off because it's not the person you want to text from. It could be anybody. You ever had that moment? Some of y'all ain't going to admit it. Have you had that moment when you've been waiting for a particular text and you look at your phone and you get excited because you think it's the person, but it'd be your mom? And you'd be like, oh, mom, <laughs> it's just you. Damn it, mom. It could be anybody. It could be your girl, but you was waiting on a text from your side girl, so you mad. It could be, it could be, <laughs> it could be anybody. But you become an asshole when you get a text from anybody that's not the person you want to text from. In that moment, it's just a moment. I've seen people get mad that their own mother texted them because it wasn't the girl they were waiting for. That's disgusting. You're a nasty person. I'm mad at you. You should always be happy that your mother texted you. I'm mad at this DM I got. The other day, I posted this quote that basically said, you should give people good energy regardless. Like, don't try to match the energy that they give you. Even if they give you bad energy, you still be kind in return. Still be yourself. Still give them good energy. And I'm going to talk more about that later. But it hit me because I can admit I wasn't always that person. I matched you. Before I, before Michelle, before Michelle started preaching to me, when they went low, I tried to go lower. I was ready to limbo. What you want to do? How low can you go? This way before the busted challenge. But as I've gotten older, I realized that's not the way to handle things. It doesn't do anything but bring you down. And when people hurt you, when you have the best of intentions, I like to believe that they will meet their own karma for it. You don't have to worry about it. God will take care of it. As long as you're doing the right things and you're being good to people, good things will come to you. That's the way I like to see it. So I put that quote out there. And so many people were like, Mo, this is deep. Mo, I needed this. Mo, I love this message. I just learned to do this yesterday. I just learned to do this last week. I just learned to do this last year. That was most of the messages. Then there was this one. This hussy. <laughs> and I think I wrote like a sidebar comment or something that said, um, if you're doing good by somebody and they do you dirty, that's their loss. That's their karma. Don't you worry about it. Keep doing your thing. She gonna jump her little dirty self in my DMs talking about it's not an L, it's always a W. It's just that sometimes somebody's energy is better for someone else's energy, but it's always good. Look here, um, you live your life how you choose. That's your prerogative. I'm not knocking you, but let me tell you something about me, sweetheart, okay? Um, I like to believe that when I'm doing right by someone, and I'm giving them all I got, and they give me shit in return and treat me like trash, 
I'm about to go out here and succeed. I'm about to soar, and then I'm going to look at him and go, you took a loss. That's your L. That's how I like to see it. Now, if you don't, if you think that somebody could cross you, hurt you, stomp on you, kick you, and then go on into winning life, hey, that's on you. Don't bring that to me, man. This is the part where I try to get out of the group chat. I didn't ask her for this information. I didn't ask her for this. I don't know why she think that that was going to help me and what I was trying to do for people. <laughs> Some people might lose a little bit of motivation if they feel like the person who just crossed them and did them wrong is about to go on and still have an amazing life. They just might. And by some people, I mean me. Me. I'm going to lose some. No. Let me stay in this bubble of what I believe, which is when you do right by people and they do wrong by you, well, something bad going to happen to them, damn it. Okay? <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. But that's the way I choose to live because, yes, it can be an L. You can most certainly take an L in life. I've seen it happen. I've seen many of people take an L, lose something incredible and never get something back. Like if she wants to believe that people can hurt and cross her and then still go on and be great, that is fine for her. You are amazing. But keep that to yourself. I don't need that energy over here. No, no, no. No, no, no. This petty lane. This 173 Petty Road. I don't know where you thought you were. But the GPS then brought you to the wrong place. We're not doing that over here. What you mean no one ever takes an L? That's what she said. It's never an L. No one ever takes an L. What life you been living? What planet has she been on? I see L's every day. I just finished listening to LL Cool J. I was reading this book once. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. That's the actual title. Great book. And one of the stories, it tells you about this guy who I guess was in the original Metallica band before they became Metallica. And he ended up getting kicked out the group and he went and started his own group. And then Metallica went on to become the group we know today as Metallica. Huge. And his group, they were all right. I don't remember the name of the group. But they, they did okay in life. They weren't Metallica, like not even close. And they were trying to spin the story like, you know what? But it worked out for him. He didn't become a multimillionaire, not even a millionaire. He didn't become a platinum famous recording artist. They said, but what was for him was for him. It worked out in the end. Fam, that's a L. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a L. Metallica went on to sell hundreds of millions. They sold like a hundred records. And you gonna tell me that's not an L? He won? You, if he get to do that again, he gonna piss the band off again? I don't think so. You live with it. Yes, you have to. You don't have a choice. You make the best of it and you keep a positive attitude about it. That's the way you handle it. But to tell yourself you didn't take an L. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that, sweetheart. But don't bring it to 173rd Patty Lane. It's probably a different address, but y'all get the point. I was mad at her. I'm mad at people who say things twice and think it changed the definition of what you're saying. <laughs> it don't change. I don't know if that's a black thing or not, but y'all swear saying something twice changed the definition of the word, man. It's the same thing. Yo, you went out last night? I mean, I ain't go out, out. Yo, fam, what you... <laughs> Did you go out or not? That's your girl? I mean, she's not my girl, girl. Okay. 
What? What's the difference? You tripping? I ain't tripping, tripping. Black people do that with names too. Y'all got y'all got y'all know people who do that with names? They feel like if they say the name different, it's gonna help you remember the person. They be like, yo, you remember Angie? Angie. Angie! Fam, that's you just said the same name. I don't I didn't <laughs> If I didn't get it from the first Angie, what made you think if you just stretched it out a little bit, it was gonna pop in my head? You know Angie. Angie, Angie. It's the same name. Unless Angie, her first and last name, which is fucked up, you just said the same name to me twice. If I didn't remember the first Angie, don't double up. Not helping. Give me a last name. Give me a description. Right? That's what police ask for. Give me a description. They don't be like, do you know the person? Yeah. What's his name? Greg. Greg what? Greg, Greg, man. <laughs> You know, Greg, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It don't change it. You wasting my time. Oh, I'm mad at a lot this week because it's a new year. I'm mad at people who come to your house, ask for water or Gatorade and don't finish it. I'm so tired of y'all. You ever had a few people over? The other day I had like three people over. That's it. Just three. Masked up. Being responsible. But when they left, it was 15 water bottles lying around and not one was finished. How the hell you get 15 water bottles from three people and they ain't finished one? Not much water I had to throw out. I ain't got a dog. I don't have plants. What I'm going to do with this water? If you open up a water bottle, especially a Gatorade, if you open up a Gatorade at somebody's crib, you got to either finish it or take it with you. It's disrespectful to just leave half of it there. So y'all know what I started doing? I write people names on their bottles. Y'all should have sort of looked. That's priceless. When somebody come to your crib and be like, yo, can I get a water? You certainly can. Here you go, Angie. <laughs> What's this? That's the one-sixth of water you left in that damn water bottle the last time you was here. Finish that, and then we'll talk about getting you a new one. Until then, kick rocks. Tired of it. Finish your water. Those be the same people. Don't want no tap water, though. Now nah, don't drink that. Okay. Mad at it. Last but not least, shout out to the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King. He had a three-day weekend because of his brilliance. Celebrate him every year. What an amazing human being. But I'm mad at the fact that I enjoyed that three-day weekend so much that it made me realize it's ridiculous that we don't have three-day weekends all the time. This four-day work week was perfect because that's what a work week should be. Who did this math? Who decided that out of seven days, we should work five of them? That is an underrated, dumb decision right there. That is just ridiculous. Who made this? Who's responsible for that? Like, if they was like, yo, it's seven days in a week, how many of y'all think we should work? Whose stupid ass said five? I want to meet this person. Five? For what? What's wrong with four to three? It's perfect. You still work one more day than you get off. Now, I understand certain jobs. Hospitals, police, I get all that. They got to work every day. Understood. But most of us don't have a kind of job where somebody going to die if we have a four-day work week. 
Why in the hell we got to work five days a week? Why? Four days is plenty. Imagine we ain't have a Monday. Imagine how great life would be if your week started on Tuesday and we get to hate on Tuesday now. But then by the time you really pissed, you realize it's hump day already. You go hump somebody and get over it. That would be the most amazing life. The hell we need a five-day work week for? I don't get it. I'm mad at it. It's a few people I need to talk to. I need to talk to Apple. I need to talk to whoever's responsible for that group text I'm in where they speak in a different language. I need to talk to Miss Nobody's Ever Taken an L in Life before. I need to talk to her. And I need to talk to whoever decided that we should work five days a week. Because I got beef with every last one of them people. And that's what I'm mad at. Let's get in the shout out. Who's next? Oh, man. Shout out to Michelle Obama. <laughs> Simply for that outfit she had on at the inauguration. My lord. That outfit was fire. Did y'all see her? I know Kamala had to be mad. She had to be. Ain't that a rule with women? Don't show up to my special date looking better than me. What's wrong with you? Michelle came in there slaying. I don't know if that was cranberry. What was that? Oh, had the toe on him. George Bush was on her, wasn't he? <laughs> what they say? One thing about George, he gonna find Michelle. One hard to spot her. The one that looked better than everyone else here. That's her. She was slaying. Shout out to Michelle for that outfit. That's it. That's it. Congratulations to the new president. It's a new day. It's a new day. Something to be excited about. Shout out to my Uncle Corey. CP, Corey Pagese. He's, he's in a new Netflix series called Crack, which is about the crack epidemic and the crack era in the 80s. And it's a tough watch. It's a tough doc, but it's a great doc. Very informative. Tells you about a lot of the things that were going on in the hood back then. Gives you real full detail. This is... Like I said, it's a it's a tough story, but it's a good story. And it's a great doc. It was really well put together. He plays a big part in it. He has a book out as well called Once a Cop. So shout out to him. He did really well in the doc. Um I was I was glued. I was glued to it. Uh not just for him, but just for the doc in its entirety. It was a really good watch. So if you're into that, give it a look. Shout out to him. Alright, that's all the shout outs I got. Let's get down to business. So Ashanti and Keisha Cole finally had the versus battle. Uh, those are two R&B singers, if you're not familiar, and they did a versus. And I'd, I'd pick Keisha Cole. I liked them both, but I felt like Keisha Cole just might have had a little more. And her songs might have been a little better. I saw, I didn't get to see it. So I, I would love to give you my take on who won, but I have no idea. And it's not my fault. Um, You may not be familiar but this battle was supposed to happen weeks ago, if not months ago at this point. It kept getting canceled. I think Ashanti had COVID at one point. People were saying Ashanti was scared. But for whatever reason, it just kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And then it finally happens last night. And Keisha Cole is late. Way late. Every t I don't even know what time Keisha Cole came out because I was asleep. Got a job to do in the morning. Couldn't stay up. I tried. How? If something is canceled for months at a time... The least you could do is be on time when it finally happens. I heard she came in with an attitude for some reason. I saw some clips. She seemed like she had an attitude with Ashanti. And she was wrong about what she had an attitude about. It wasn't a good look from where I was standing. I heard it was a mess. But I didn't get to see it. If y'all saw it, 
shoot me some DMs. Let me know who y'all think won. I'm going to go back and watch it when I get a chance because I am curious to see how it all played out. But I don't even know who won, and I don't know what happened because um, it was a mess. I think at some point Swiss Beats even got on there and was like, this is disrespectful. So I don't know. I don't know. But I know if Keisha Cole won, Ashanti should have cheated. I know that. <laughs> That's what I do know. Um, but outside of that, I got nothing else there. That's just that's just what that was. I just felt like a few of y'all might have wanted my take on it, and I apologize because I don't have one, but I will when I get to see it at some point this week. So comedian Marlon Wayans. We're brothers. Marlon and I go back a little bit. He's in town next week doing some comedy in Atlanta. I'm going to probably get up with him at some point while he's here, or at least I'm trying to, because him and my uncle are really good friends, and I've met Marlon a couple times, and for whatever reason, every time Marlon and I have gotten around each other, jokes have flew. I don't know why. Literally the very first time I ever met Marlon Waynes, for some reason he just attacked me. I don't know why. He was like, oh, what's up, finger waves? I was like, what? He's like, nah, that's got to be a perm. Nobody got waves like that in real life. I was like, it's not my fault you're around broke people. I don't understand what you mean. This, you, these, these up here is natural, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. But then I was mad because he had, he had the little, he had them little mini ass braids. And I'm like, I know, fam, those is worms. Those is the same worms you get in the little candy pack that's being in front of the supermarket when you're about to check out and then they hit you with the last minute snacks. That's what those are on the top of your head. You got the only haircut in the world. You cut half your head off and everything still be alive. Like those worms, bro. And then from that point on, it just, I don't, every time we saw each other, it's like, you just got a joke. So in literally like the four or five times I've seen Marlon, it's just been a back and forth every time. Like I'm at a point now where I'm looking to redeem myself. Cause I feel like I won every time we had to joke off with each other. I feel like I won. That's, I mean, he feel like he won. I feel like I won, but I feel like the people around us was hyping him more because he's more famous. That's just the way that it goes. And I wasn't as confident in my jokes at the time because I still worked in the mailroom and I was still working on my delivery. Some of y'all caught that. Um, but he was already, you know, he's, he's Marlon Wayne's, he's Wayne's brothers, all that. So his confidence was a little more. But see, I'm ready now. I'm at a different place in my life. So I'm hanging out with Marlon Wayne's next week. And literally all I'm thinking about is the first jokes I'm going to get off. I got to get these jokes off. If y'all got some Marlon Wayne's jokes, send them. Send them. I'm going to weed through them. Because as soon as I see him, I'm going ham. Because I feel like he feels like he beat me. Out of the three, three, four times we've been around each other, I know I got him at least, at least three times. He might have got one. He might have got one. Now nah, I'm lying. One time he got me. But I got the other three. But this time I'm trying, I want it to be unanimous. I'm not trying to leave no crumbs on the table. I mean, he going to need all his brothers, the way I'm feeling. He going to need Keenan, Damon, all of them. Sean, all of them. He going to need the whole gang, Kim, all of them, because I'm not playing. But again, if you want to go see him, check him out. And I'm going to let y'all know next week. I'm going to give y'all an update on how that went. I'm going to try to record it, in fact, and I'll let y'all know how it went. Who's all right, next? let's talk forgiveness. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about forgiveness. And I've heard a lot of people ask me, how were you able to forgive your father? with all of the things he's done to you. And for those who may not be familiar, that comes from me documenting the child abuse that I suffered at the hands of my father for a year of my life, which it was pretty traumatic and it's done a lot of damage. And it took a long time, uh, 15 plus years, for me to truly get to a place of 
forgiveness. And I mean true forgiveness. It, it took a long time, honestly, for me to just be able to be in the same room as him. But it took a very long time to truly get to the point where I could actually enjoy his company. And there's a few levels to that, honestly. I mean, there's a part of you that most of us, or some of us, I should say, you have a natural gravitation towards your parents, even when they do you wrong. You just do. It's hard, right? But for me, I grew up the type of person that would hold grudges all the time. So much so that I just got a little older and realized that a lot of the time, while I was holding those grudges, I wasn't hurting the person who had hurt me. I just started to see that. So when people would say to me, how could you bring yourself to forgive him? I brought myself to forgive him when I realized that it wasn't for him. It was for me. The anger, the passion, the bitterness, all of that that you carry from someone hurting you is not hurting them. It's that old cliche of drinking the poison and expecting it to hurt the other person. It hurts you. So when people say, how can you forgive? Well, you forgive because it's for you. Again, what that person did, it should haunt them. Yes, it's hard to get to that place. It's extremely hard. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of patience, and it takes a lot of practice. But you can get there. And when you do, you learn to use your traumas to help you, not so much to harm you. Because they're the ones who should live with the guilt, not you. But a lot of times, the victim lives with the guilt. What did I do wrong? Why did I deserve this? Why did I go through this? No, take the power back. They should have to live with asking those questions. Why did I do that? Who was I? Not you. You have to forgive for yourself. Doesn't mean you have to forget. It doesn't mean you're soft. But why do you want to carry it? It's heavy. It's a heavy burden. Forgiveness opens new levels in your life. It just does. Anyone who has truly mastered the art of forgiving people, and I mean the people who have really hurt you and really crossed you, they can probably tell you what it does. It unlocks new cheat codes. It just does. So many of us hold on to these grudges, hold on to this anger, to the bitterness. For what? You want to take it to your grave? What you going to do with it there? Hell with them, whoever it may be. I've known people who are older and who are still angry with their ex-lover or their ex-husband or wife or whatever, things they did 20 years ago. They're still angry. And it affects their lives today. That's only affecting you, your peace, your happiness. Forgive them. They know not what they do. We've all done something where we need someone to forgive us. The levels to what you did are certainly different. However, none of us fall short of needing someone to forgive us at some point. So forgiving my father in a way wasn't the hard part. The hard part was allowing myself to believe that he was worthy of the forgiveness. But then when I realized that forgiving him wasn't about him, it was about me. I'm the younger one here. I still got a whole life to live. This is what I was thinking at that time. He lived a lot of his life. Now, it does bother him because he's a good dude. 
But let's just say it didn't. Right? Like some of us got hurt by people who it don't even bother them. They done moved on and went on with someone else or whatever the case, and they live in their life and they being great somewhere. Because like homegirl my DM said, no one ever takes an L. Right? So they ain't even taking an L out here. So why the hell are you going to take one? You know what? I'm going to forgive you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let it go. It's not going to affect me or hurt me anymore. It's hurt me long enough. You hurt me long enough. That stops. That's why you forgive. It don't mean you got to be best friends with the person. You don't have to talk to them if you don't want to ever again. But forgive them. Forgive them. But break the word forgive down. Who are you giving for? It's you. Sometimes I feel like there are true breakdowns in words when we think about them. Like the universe gave it to us, made it simple. Forgive. But just don't forget who you're giving it for. It's for you. It's the same thing with the word goodbye. You know how many times we've cried over a goodbye? We've been heartbroken over a goodbye? When the word itself is literally telling you that this shit is good? <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? I tell people that and it messes them up. They're like, oh my God, that's incredible. I never thought about that. Why haven't you? It's... The, half the word is good. <laughs> That's the universe's way of telling you, stupid. This is for your benefit. It's a goodbye. <laughs> what are you crying for? We're all guilty of it. We've all been sad over a goodbye, but it's not called the bad bye. I've never heard someone go, yo, bad bye. Never in my life. If someone ever says, yo, bad bye, you should be sad. You should cry. That's a bad bye. But most of the buys in our life are good. Even the hardest ones. A lot of good come from them. As painful as they can be. A lot of us thought when we had that big breakup, life was over. We were never going to find someone like that. We were never going to be that happy again. Some of y'all was happy again in two weeks. Knock it off. <laughs> Some of us, it took seven years. Whatever time it took. Most of the time, it ended up being a good thing. And if you're the girl in the DMs, it's always a good thing to do someone wrong because there's never an L. So if you're listening to her, it's a great buy. She bought to buy electronics. That's the best buy. But it's literally called goodbye. Somebody asked me one time, why you don't have a lot of friends? Break the word down. All you do is fry in the end. Most of us thought we had a friend that made us fry in the end. Pay attention to the word. I used to always hate when people said there ain't no I in team. Y'all don't see that in me. It's a big ass me in there. What you mean, coach? What a man got to do to get a woman? He got a quarter. He got a pursuit. In order for them to be together, he has to get her. The universe gives you everything, even down to the wordplay. So the next time someone tells you goodbye... Don't cry. It's good. That's why if I break up with a woman, I don't even say goodbye anymore. I say bad bye. I don't want it to be good. Goodbye forever. No, bad bye forever. <laughs> Forgive. For yourself. It's worth it. Who's next? All right, let's get down to the moment of the week. Most reflective moment of the week. I said this earlier. Don't worry about returning the energy. Just do good by people. What they do ain't on you. How they act, that's not on you. That's not your concern. Don't try to return the energy. 
I remember somebody told me once, go ahead and argue with a stupid person if you want to. They're going to bring you down to their level and they're going to beat you with experience. That's a fact. If you're a good energy person, constantly have good energy. Somebody reject your energy, that's on them. Goodbye. Because it's good. Keep your energy. Took me years to figure that out. Used to always try to return the energy. No. Return your energy. Always. And you'll always be rewarded. And you'll always feel free. Because that's what comes with being your most authentic self. Keep the same energy. Always. Alright, I'm about to get out of here. But before I do, I promised y'all five of, I guess, the most memorable moments of the first 50 episodes of my podcast. Because when I thought to myself, come up with five moments you just remember off the top of your head. That's what I wanted to do. I'm not saying it's the best five moments because, I, I again, I'm lazy. I didn't, go, I didn't go through that much podcast to find out. But I am saying, when I sat down to myself and I said, Mo, just think of five moments that you just remember off the top of your dome, off the top of your headpiece, what would they be? And I, I just, I'm going to go back down memory lane with y'all for a little bit. Let's have some fun. And these are the five <laughs> moments that I remember the most. The first one that came to mind for me was when Big Boy from Outkast came to the studio and Blake was hype and <laughs> Blake and Katie really wanted to get a selfie with him. And this is how it went down. It was awesome. But here goes. Don't do this. Here goes Blake over what here. Right? What happened? What happened? I saw him Big too. Boy I saw him hike. Uh huh. And Blake's like, oh my gosh, I loved ATL. Let's take a picture. No, he didn't. Did he? Have, yo, he gave him a tagline. I said, man, I said, this grown man business. Yo. I just want to set this up for y'all. I walked in, I walked past Blake's studio on the way to do my job. And Katie waved me in, and this was in Blake's studio. So I walked in, and Blake got the entire ATL movie on his phone, <laughs> <laughs> and he's quoting every line like like he like he wrote the script of the movie. Uh, and, yeah, Katie, he holding it up, right, showing everybody. Like I think he held his phone in that position for the whole movie, and his arm never got tired. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in I'm in the Birdstrow studio. I see Big Boy walk out, and all I see is Blake telling, uh, what's my man named Sleepy Brown? Yep. Blake is like, hey, get in it, man. I say, I said, why do you say that so aggressively? Like, hey, get your ass in the selfie, bro. I was like, somebody grab Blake. He has officially lost his damn mind trying to get a selfie with Big Boy. They gonna burst in the studio talking about, Mo, come get you one. <laughs> What is going on? As, Yo. as you like know, he slowly closed the door and he opens it back up. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? I hit it with the, with the, you sure, bro? You yeah. good? I can ask him. I think we're tight now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'll bring him in here. You won't even got to get up. No, bro. I'm going to bring him in here. I taught him what a selfie was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm small boy now. We a group. It's small boy and big boy. boy. We, we lit. We lit. Come get you some. <laughs> You know, sure? I had to get my selfie, too, but, you know, I waited till everyone else. And then I, I walked up. I was like, what's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Can we take a picture? All right. All right. Oh, that was your voice? <laughs> oh, you know, she was vibing. I never heard that voice. Where that voice Oh, she from? was vibing, vibing. That was her big boy voice? You ain't mm -hmm. never heard that voice? Uh-uh. I ain't never heard that voice. Why did you put that on? Out? Now you be too drunk to put that voice on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's di it'd be different. It probably sounds like that to you, but that it ain't does, what it sounds like to us. That's supposed to be my pickup voice. My hey, that's how are you? Oh, uh -uh. Whoa. What is that? <laughs> Blake, you hear this? 
I hear it right That's now. That's what you hit him with? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, hey, I just wanted to say that, you know, you're it a It was very, real chill-like. You're a very beautiful man and stuff like that. That's all I want to say. I okay, queen. You. All right, all right. Sleep, all right. Sleepy well, was mad. night. <laughs> Sleepy was like, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> then she turned to Sleepy and gave him the regular voice. Yo, what's up, fam? <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> you know I me, mean? I don't take pictures with celebrities. I don't care. Right. But if it was stacks, though, if y'all find stacks and he come in here with the flute, I'm going to want one. <laughs> oh, find Andre, bro. That's my guy. Find Andre three stacks and the flute because I don't want a picture with just stacks nah. without the flute. Well, you it, know it's going to be with him. He only goes places with that now. Big Boy was here. Andre 3000 is somewhere playing the flute as we speak. So if y'all see a man that looks homeless with a flute, I promise you he's not homeless. He's one of the greatest rappers ever. Bring him to the Bird Show and let him know that Katie's going to put on her sexy voice for him and we can get a selfie with all of Outkast. So you got one with Big Boy, y'all got to get one with Stacks now. Oh, That's exactly. the way it works. Oh, 100%. You got to clean it. No, you're going to embarrass us, Blake. Keep no. Blake in the studio. If, if, nope. <laughs> look, he already oh, too excited. Listen. Hey, man, I play the flute too. <laughs> I was like, yo, he would say that. Yo, let me play your flute, fam. I, I got what? you. Whoa, with a bag of, with, with nuts in his hand. Let, like, yo, Mo, hold my smoothie right yo, quick. Yo, Mo, hold my nuts. Let me okay. play your flute. Now, I would have let smoothie slide. Yo, if you ever tell me to hold your nuts so you can get a selfie. And play Andre's I pray flute. to God the day I beat Andre 3000, I got a pack of almonds in my hand. <laughs> I swear I swing on you, bro. I'll hit you in the moment. Yo, Mo, hold my right nuts. There. Here you go. I'm about to play no, Andre's well, flute. You call almonds almonds, but that day I'm calling almonds nuts. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and don't lean back in your chair while you describe this story either. I don't Run like with it. the arm propped Why is he leaning <laughs> telling do me this. about his nuts? Okay. I don't like I this. <laughs> Shout out to Blake, too, man. My man is doing his thing out here, getting promoted, killing it on the news, genuinely living in his purpose. If you follow Blake's journey, you will know that right now what he's doing is exactly what it looks like when someone is living in their purpose, fulfilling their destiny, and he's killing it. Speaking of Blake, the next moment I remember vividly is him not washing his legs. Do you wash behind your ears? Yeah, 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 for sure. So you watch everything else? Belly button? Yeah, 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 for sure. I didn't ask you about your belly button. Oh, I okay? just... Okay? <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Ever tell me what's happening with your <laughs> belly button. Knees, okay? And I go down to the and ankles. Don't tell me you're bending your head. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate this Drop so down much. and get your eagle on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. have to learn how to play your character oh, in the okay, situation okay, that's okay, around okay, okay. you. He so anyways... Yeah, he started. Did you see him? He thought he was Erica. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Listen. You was Erica bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Listen. you told the new water bottle. Listen, me and the old, me Listen, and the old yes. thing had a thing. Yes, yes. It's not a thing like that, man. It's a friendship. Fam, you didn't take no time off. Like, you ain't go sit no. at the dock of the bay. I did. And waste time. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, these were great moments, man. Um... <laughs> Yeah, if you don't wash your legs, wash your legs, man. I don't I don't understand that. But there were also times when we we came together as a group. And I remember going through uh, my little fake breakup. Because it, it wasn't a real breakup. It was a fake break. It was a fake break. But <laughs> I um I came to the pod and I talked about it. Because I it was the first time a girl kind of just rejected me. Like in a way that I I had never been rejected before. And at the time, I didn't have the sense. See, I didn't have a podcast host that I listened to every week who was there to tell me that every goodbye was good, damn it. I didn't have that. 
So I was sad for a minute, but the gang helped bring me back together. But I like the sad songs when I'm sad. You do? Yeah. You're that person? Yeah. Unless, you too? Unless, well, I have a sad playlist, but after my breakup, I was in full F everybody mode. So then I was oh, playing was like on City Girls. Yeah, City Girls, Don't Hurt Yourself by Beyonce. Like I was just oh, I gotta go in. play that real yep. ass. Give a what? That's all, hey. I, that's all I gotta do. That's how you gotta now go. Now you know what I'm gonna go home and play? Wait, what? wait, 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 wait. You you literally will sit there and play a sad song just to be sad and cry? Yeah, I love it. What? Do you feel better after? Yeah. It's like, like for yeah, real? It's so good. The I weekend? Be, oh my goodness. I'll be trying to avoid that. Like no. I'm trying to go home and play Usher, like it's okay, you don't have to call. Like and be like, y'all remember the video? Like, yes. I'm, a, I'm a, like, that's me. You don't With the towel on. Yes. Oh, that's that song. It's okay, Yo, I'm about to... girl. Because hey. I'm going to be all right tonight. You, you don't, don't have, have to call, call, baby. Next week, hey. bitches. <laughs> That was epic. Epic moment. Um, but yeah, I was mad at the time, and it was no reason to be. It was a good bye. And the fourth moment um, that comes to mind was <laughs> the time that uh, I had I had Amy, good friend of the Bird Show, and she came on, and she was honest. And her transparency led us to figuring out that Blake had no idea what an IUD was. I'm scared to have sex. What? What? <laughs> huh? I'm scared to have sex again. What you mean? What are you scared of? So it's funny, but it's also serious. In my situation, it ended up being a great thing. In other women's situations, it's not such a great thing. So I don't want to make total light of it. So I had a total hysterectomy. Okay, uh, explain what that is. Uh, it's basically where they take out all your female organs. And in addition to that, it changes the dynamic and the structure of everything down there. And I'm a fan of well-endowed men. So now that things are different. Is that how you got here? That's a legit question. I don't know. No, I'm <laughs> how, serious. How I got where? Into this situation that you're in from dealing with, like, well-endowed men. No. Th that was not a result of my history. Uh, okay. Okay. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. No. Fortunately, no. Um, okay. Might have moved some things around. I don't know. I'm sure it did. I'm uh -huh. sure. I'm sure it did. Um but yeah, because Black of what, man? Because no, he's absolutely right. I moved to IUD before. Uh, exactly, he's not lying. Blake don't know nothing about that. Blake, you don't hit top. <laughs> Blake ain't never moved to IUD in his life. Blake, Blake. Is it about me? It's about you. Keep talking, Amy. <laughs> Blake is like, what do you mean? How did you hit her identification card? I don't understand. <laughs> ain't it in her wallet? <laughs> what? <laughs> An IUD is like an SSN. <laughs> I'm like, what's her wallet doing in the bed? <laughs> oh my God. How's she going to get in the club? How's she going to get drinks? I know her IUD number. You got to go to the DMV immediately. I'm like, sorry, cop. I hit it. There's no way I'm following up with what Grandma said after that conversation right there. I'm sorry. Y'all will find out what Grandma said Grandma next would week. love you. In a moment, we back. Okay. Episode 8 next week. Don't hit the ID, baby. <laughs> Protect your ID next week, bitches. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man, those were good times when we just didn't care. Just young and young and wild and free. <laughs> and just educating Blake on things in life, like the difference between an IUD and an ID. Um, Great times. And last but not least, the moment I, I remember, the I think I got the most interaction off of this moment than I maybe have ever got. I don't know why, but it's very memorable because so many people were invested in this story for some reason. And it was the time that my dude Blake, uh, <laughs> his water bottle died. <laughs> And I don't, it's, it's not funny, but it's funny because it's a water bottle. But Blake wasn't treating it like a water bottle. Like he was really hurt. This was his special water bottle. It had stickers on it. It was a whole thing. And he wanted sympathy from me because he was grieving his water bottle. And I tried. I tried my best. Let me reset the story. So I leave here today. I leave the studio here. I go to my second job. Today I get there a little bit earlier because there wasn't much traffic on the road. And I am sitting in my car. I'm just listening to some music, kind of decompressing from going from one job to another. I get out of my car, put my book bag on, and I grab my water bottle. My water bottle has like a little handle that is on top of the, the top of the water bottle. So you can like hold it easier for easier grip, if you will. And so I do that, and I go to like swing my book bag on. In the process of that, my water bottle falls out of my hand, falls onto the concrete, and then begin, begins to roll towards the front of the tire of my car. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm, I'm in no rush to get this water bottle because I'm gonna, it's just going to land right there behind the front tire, and then I'll just pick it up when it stops rolling, and I'll go inside, and it'll be great. Well, I didn't think about it, but it hits the front tire, it ricochets, and then it goes to underneath the car and i thought oh now i gotta climb under my car and get this water bottle in this office parking lot and it's gonna be embarrassing but it doesn't matter i'll get my water bottle back next thing i know i hear it speed up rolling and i'm like i don't understand how it's speeding up rolling when it's underneath my car the water bottle sped up sped up like okay. you can hear it like it's catching speed really? underneath there as if it's about to hit something so i thought okay it's just gonna hit the other tire then it'll stop okay it keeps rolling and it hits the curb and when it hits the curb it fell in the sewer. Damn. It's over. <laughs> we lost. His, I we, hate your non-empathetic <laughs> ass. He lost a real one today. <laughs> I quit. It's a water bottle, man. Turn my mic off, damn what, it. What do you want me to do? Are we really going to sit here? I, I was lost wa my water bottle Listen. of four years with stickers of places, of all the places I've traveled in special moments in my life. Fam, it's a if water bottle. If anybody that understands moments, you should understand this moment. I do understand moments. That's why I brought it to the podcast. <laughs> I understand that it's important to you. Okay, Listen, so, okay, man, okay. with grief, man. Before I get to the... Okay, so before... That's fair. <laughs> before I get to the jokes, right? Let, let's, let's take them. Do you want, like, a moment of silence? Is that what you want? <laughs> I've already had plenty of moments of silence. Okay, no, let's give you one. Hold on. Moment of silence. Okay, now. <laughs> I didn't even stop breathing. I wasn't even silent. It's a water bottle, man. I'm sitting there watching. You had like 15 people like digging in a sewer for a water bottle, bro. What is what is what was y'all gonna do? The people love me, man. Why? <laughs> you you walked in here today and somebody walked past the studio, took a picture of you and posted it on their Instagram. And and on the same day you had somehow 37 people digging in a sewer at the same time to retrieve your water bottle? Yes, bro. People care, man. It was the water bottle's time. 
Okay, this is. But I'm not ready to acknowledge that. You have to. No, these things happen in life, Blake. No, I have have an appointment with my counselor on Thursday. We we listen, man. We lose things we love. (laughs) For some of us, it's like family members and dogs. For you, it's a water bottle. You had a moment at the beginning of the story to be empathetic. Please do not try to turn the channel as if you're empathetic. I'm being empathetic, man. I'm I'm slowly waiting on the punchline. It was a water bottle. This is my whole thing. Okay, if if one of these 37 people that you somehow got to volunteer their services and trying to retrieve your water bottle from a sewer actually would have got this water bottle, right? What was you going to do with it? I was going to wash it and keep reusing it. You're the same person that wouldn't use a cup that was just sitting in a cabinet because it was different. the last cup. That's different. But you would use no, 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 a water no, no, no. bottle that was you just sitting. You know how things are in the studio. Fam. You know how things are in the studio. Are you kidding me? They have, there's odors. There's senses. Uh, there's crazy things that happen in here. Blake, we're talking about a sewer, bro. Are you serious? I trust the sewer before I trust the studio. Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, Raph, one of them is down there with your water bottle. You was going to take it back. You was going to fight one of the Ninja Turtles the and reuse that water we bottle? We would have been friends. I think they would have liked me. Raph would have beat your ass, bro. He's not- <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough movies to know that if you would have went down there, Raph would have put a quick three-piece on your ass. <laughs> You you got it twisted. You better hope you met Mikey, cause Raph is not. Yeah, Raph is Mikey would have been dope. Mikey would have been dope. Mikey would have gave you a slice of pizza yes. and told you you're a fool. And he would he would have he would have protected me. Raph would have gave you hands. Exactly. So you would have disturbed re- him. You would have reused this water bottle. One hundred percent out of a sewer. Yes. Are now, you kidding me? It depends how dirty it was. Now it's a sewer. <laughs> what are you talking about? What, what is it? A clean sewer? How you, you was going to Google all the sewers in Atlanta and see which one you had? And it probably would have been that one. <laughs> I don't know why, man, but that's always going to be one of my favorite moments. It's certainly one of my favorite moments of the first 50 episodes of my podcast because Blake was dead serious about that water bottle. Shout out to Blake. Shout out to Nally. <laughs> I, I do hope that, that Blake is recovering and doing well and, and him and his new water bottle are okay. I do. And shout out to everybody who was a part of that. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to Amy. Um, I definitely want to get, for for those who have been asking, yes, I'm definitely going to get Blake back on the pod soon. We talk about it all the time. We just got to wait until our schedules connect. And it was was great going down memory lane with y'all. I'm looking forward to the next 50 episodes. Wherever you are, however you are receiving this message, I hope you are well. I hope you are believing in yourself. You are knowing your worth. You are happy about the goodbyes that come into your life, and you are willing and prepared to forgive, to unlock new levels and open up some cheat codes in your life. And before I get out of here, in case you missed the announcement, shout out to Jade of Q99.7. We have been given the opportunity to host our own show called The Vibe, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, uh, again, that's on Q99.7. It's lit. I'm super excited. I think Jade is dope. I think we're going to have great chemistry. I think we're going to kill it. And I also think you should tune in. And uh, it was a thing in my comments on the post. And it was funny. No, I'm not leaving the bird show. Uh, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm going to balance it. For those who are asking me how, it's what to do. I'm a hustler, man. I've been a hustler my whole life. What's sleep? You get one of these things. You get one of them. All right? Stop treating life like you get two. You get one. Go for it. Some of y'all hit me up all the time and be like, yo, I hear your podcast and I get up and I get hype and I be ready to go. Let's go. That's what it's supposed to do. Let's go. You got work right now. Work harder. Get off early. Let's go. That's what is. That's the energy. You keep the same energy. You get one of these things, man. We don't know how long, but in the grand scheme of things, we are blip. 
That's it. We here and we gone. So while you're here, in your blip, kill him. That's it. Forgive him and then kill him. Uh, not like, not like literally kill him. Like don't kill him because then you're going to be in prison. You can't really kill it in prison. But y'all know what I mean. Kill him. And thank y'all for being here for my first 50. I look forward to the next. You know what time it is with me. If you love me, I love you. If you're a fan of mine, I'm a fan of yours. Next week, bitches. Yeah. Let's take them back. Uh-huh. Coming up, I was confused. My mama kissing a girl. Confusion the curse coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committed felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I wanna live good, so shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them go ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope, tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas that stole my bike. Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good in the hood. I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Your after-dinner cuppa. At the end of a long day. Strong, one sugar and loads of... Oh, no! There's no milk left! There is a better way. We are mymilkman.ie. We are local. We always deliver. Fresh milk and more to your door throughout Dublin. Never run out of milk again. Find your local milkman at mymilkman.ie. Sign up now and save 10 euro. T's and C's apply. People don't become successful by accident. You've got to know what you want. So take off your shoes. Sit down. Reach no further than your tablet. Type in Skoda and you've won. Smile about doing less while some other guy is doing loads. Yawn like you've never yawned before. Smile again about the offers from 0%. Then configure your perfect car and fill out the easy online finance application. It's never been easier to be successful. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. Visit skoda.ie for further information. At Carphone Warehouse, we've got the best deals in town. Get massive savings on bill pay with brands like Samsung, iPhone, Huawei and Google Pixel. Shop our range of smartwatches, fitness trackers, wireless headphones and phone accessories. And we've got unbelievable prices on SIM-free and prepay phones. Shop online at carphonewarehouse.ie.